Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, welcome to the show this Thursday evening. Hello, oh, Zach. Dom, I have such exciting news for you. I know that uh, we don't get to do much on this show. We don't often pull through with great exclusives. No, look, it's, it is often just a pretty generic late-night show. Uh, not a lot happens here, to be honest. Not this evening, Dom. No? I have been able to, and you're going to be so proud of me. Yeah. I think our producer, Michael, is going to be so proud of me. I haven't run this by him yet. Okay. But I have been able to secure <laughs> yep. one of the biggest artists on the planet for an exclusive interview in our studio in in the next 15 minutes. They're coming into the studio here. The hottest artist on the planet, Taylor Swift, will be in this studio. Dom, she'll answer your questions. And do you know what? What? She'll take phone calls as well. <laughs> She'll take phone I've questions. I've run it by their agent. What? She's happy to take phone calls from the people of Australia to ask her anything they want to. I, I didn't even know she was in Australia at the moment. Has she snuck in under, like, undetected? That was a deal I was able to do. Right. She was flying here on a private jet yes. just for this. Wow. You, you might think, no, that can't happen. <laughs> I can't talk to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. Because in the next 15 minutes, if wow. you have the number 131060 in your phone, yeah. you might be talking to the one and only Tay-Tay. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, last night on the show, I mentioned my belief to you that I might have become immune to magpie swooping. You were saying that you were unswoopable. You were a friend of a magpie this whole season. Yep. You haven't been swooped. They haven't touched me once. I don't think they want it. they're interested in me. I was wondering if you'd be open to a scientific approach to that. I will find somewhere where magpies are swooping. Yes. And sometime, hopefully this week, mm. we'll put it to the test. So that's your plan. You you weren't happy to take me on my word. You wanted to see if this was true. No, well, because either way, it's going to be a spectacle. <laughs> right. Either we have a man who's unsweepable. Yes. A f- one of a kind. And that, that, that is news to spread around the world. Or um, we see Dom get swept. <laughs> From my point of view, it's a win-win. Can I ask what you're backing, what you think the most likely scenario is? Uh, I think you'll get swept. <laughs> right. I love the vote of confidence. But if you but, don't, uh, yeah. you'll become so interesting to scientists because mm. what they might do is they might look inside you yeah. and find the gene yes. and isolate it. And we might be able to put that into some sort of injection or mm. some sort of spray that the whole world could use. Yeah, that's true. And then we all might become immune to magpie sweepings. Well, well, here's the thing, though, Zach, is obviously I've agreed to be part of this experiment. Yes. Um, I realize I am making myself the guinea pig. Uh, I'm putting myself in harm's way for the, the, the cause of science. Here. Well, from your point of view, you're not, though, because you're so confident that you won't get oh, swept. Uh, but, but I also know that there is a chance that anomalies can happen mm-hmm. uh, and that, that maybe the experiment won't go That's my true. way. Right? You can never predict science. You can never predict, right? You're, you only have the conditions and you hope for the best. Yeah. Right? So I do want to make sure when I go into this uh, that I am as protected as possible. Um, I did mention last night the possibility of me wearing a helmet, and I think I might have brought up safety goggles. Yep. Um, you you weren't too stoked on that idea. Well, what I think is like we don't want to change your shape too much, <laughs> right? Okay. Because they need to know it's you. Well, so if the magpie can't identify its dom, yes. then I think we have a problem. Okay. Well, then you're not going to like the idea I've got. Okay. I've been working on a costume. I was thinking, if, is there some way that I can come up with? Uh, a, a way we can test this theory, but where my body is completely protected if the magpies do turn on me. Okay, well, I don't think magpies have ever attacked the body. Haven't they? They usually just go for the top of the head, Well, don't I, they? I don't want to take any risks. I've done a mock-up image 
of what I was going to wear as my costuming. I'm just okay, going to send this you, to you now. Have you drawn it yourself uh, or I, on I've paint? I've done it myself in Photoshop, yep. So ah, okay. I've just sent it to you and on And uh, just so now. you know, Dom is no good at Photoshop. Well, I think you'd be pretty impressed with my effort here. This is just a mock-up of what I'm hopeful to wear to our magpie experiment. If you can just describe what you're seeing and your thoughts uh, on the costume just I have opening just it now. sent to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll be familiar with the Michelin Man. <laughs> Yep. Which I believe is the mascot of a tyre company. Michelin tyres, yes. Um, and Dom has very badly photoshopped his face mm. onto the Michelin man. The Michelin man's got a lot of padding, Zach. Yeah. Right? It's Your a... head's still exposed. Well, yeah, okay. That's that's a badly done So Photoshop. I'm happy with that. <laughs> that's I'm a... happy with that. If you were to get a costume like that. Yes. But... I could still see your face and I could still see your head. Okay. <laughs> if the magpie could still identify Dom Faye, yeah. I would be fine with you wearing the Michelin Man so that's, costume. That's the deal we've got. I just have to find a costume. It can it can cover my whole body, protect my whole body, mm. but you have no, to be No, it has able to, to be identify. a Michelin Man. Like oh. That's what you've pitched. It can't be something that looks like it. In this photo, yes. uh, you're also wearing um, yeah. a sash <laughs> that says Michelin. Like it would have to be down to that oh, detail so- for me to accept that. <laughs> This was just well, a that's, pro- what, that's what it's you a, pitched. It's a prototype. It's a prototype. But All okay, right. you know what? I can work with that. I can have a look around and see if Michelin Man costumes are readily available. Yeah. But you'd be happy if I rocked up to the magpie test just to protect my body in that, yep. that costume. That's 100% right. right. And um, I'm glad the proportions are right of this <laughs> costume as well. Yep. Won't be too different to what you're used to. <laughs> and uh, I guess, look, if, if you do have a Michelin Man costume... <laughs> Get in touch. Please please get in touch. I could use you. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, Dom, the rumours are true. I have been able to score an exclusive interview with the hottest artist on the planet right now, Taylor Swift. Now, taking you behind the scenes of radio a little bit, Mm. you might not know this driving in your car right now, but a lot of radio is like smoke and mirrors. Yes. A lot of it's not as you see, uh, not as it seems. Mm. Uh, Things are pre-recorded. People sometimes aren't in the same studio. They could be in different cities even, and it would sound like they're coming from the same place. Yep. But this show refuses to do that. Now, on this show, anything you hear, it's the one principle we've got. Yep. Anything you hear is real and is really happening right now. That's 100% correct. So when I say that Taylor Swift joins us in studio, that is exactly what I mean, Dom. Please yep. welcome the uh, one and only Taylor Swift. Yeah. Dom, before, uh, Taylor, you just put your headphones you on over there. This is, this is massive. I don't know how you set this up. Now, Dom, I will let you do the honours. Yes. Feel free to ask the first question. Whoa, I mean, this is crazy, but uh, hello, Taylor. Thanks for joining us. How are you going? Hey, it's Taylor. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. sorry. We know it's you, Taylor. <laughs> no, that's 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 great, but how, how are you tonight? It's going really well. How are you guys doing? Well, well, well. We're well. Uh, well, well, thanks, Dom. Yeah. Um, I know you're a big fan of Taylor. Any questions about her music? Well, obviously, you've got the, the two new singles out, Taylor. Uh, how have they been going? <gasps> yes! Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's really How cool. are they going? How are they going was the question. Oh, no, I don't think she wants to answer that one. <laughs> she doesn't want to answer. Okay. No, uh, could you phrase it more in a yes, no? <laughs> I mean, I can give it a shot. Yeah, uh, have, it. have you been happy with the response to the two new singles? Um, of course. Oh, great. Oh, cool. <laughs> I mean, look, I understand there's certain things she mightn't want to talk about. Yeah, and, and there's things we've been briefed on yep. not to ask her, Dom. But yes. Taylor, are you happy to answer a few more questions from Dom? Yep, she's nodding. Yep. She's nodding? Okay, great, okay. Uh, well, well, Taylor, tell us about, obviously, you've flown over to be join us in studio tonight. Was it a good flight? I woke up at six in the morning. Jeez. Mm, long flight, long had to get up early. <laughs> that is a long flight. Did you get mm. much sleep on the flight? No. No, no, it's, it can be hard to do, can't it? 
<laughs> Any other questions, Dom, or do you think you've exhausted um, yours? I, I reckon I've. You know what? I always thought if I was face to face with Taylor Swift, I'd have I'd have so many questions. But, but I actually, you, you've them gone all. a little bit shy, and I've that's gone fine. A little shy. Uh, Taylor, I was meaning to ask: mm. if we take calls on thirteen ten sixty, mm. would you be willing to take questions from your fans and talk to them live on the radio? Um. Of course. Oh, oh that's so that's nice. Address. Well, okay, thirteen ten sixty. If you've got a question for Taylor Swift, who is really live right here in studio with us right now, yeah, can we prove it, Taylor? Say hi. Hey, it's Taylor. Well, there you go. There's the proof. How else could we do that? Yeah, we. I mean, what? How? There's no physical way we could have that audio if she wasn't here. A quick question though, Taylor. Before we do take some questions on thirteen ten sixty. Obviously, you've had a few scandals recently. Mm-hmm. Is anything off limits with these questions? That was a really interesting question. I really do probably have to think about that. It, Yep. Any anything off limits? No. No. Wow. So she'll talk about any ex boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. You'll talk about any ex boyfriend. Um, of course. Well, that's massive. That's massive. <gasps> yes. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah, it is. Cool. Thirteen ten sixty. <laughs> Would you like to talk to Taylor Swift? Mm. Give us a call right now. She'll answer any question. Well, that's right. Taylor Swift joining us in studio here, <laughs> Collective Noun late nights, right around <gasps> Australia. Yes. Isn't that cool? <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It is exciting in here because you have joined us uh, at an exciting time when we're joined by the hottest artist in the world at the moment, Taylor Swift, in studio, and mm. she is willing to take your questions on thirteen ten sixty. A few people saying, Dom, if you really have Taylor in studio, why don't you live stream it? Well, good news. Mm. We were going to live stream it. Unfortunately, the internet's down in studio at the moment. So we were completely willing to do that. (laughs) Yes. But the internet's down. So unfortunately, we can't do that. But I can prove that Taylor's in studio because I can talk to her. I say, hey, Taylor. Hey, it's Taylor. Ah. (laughs) I mean... It sounds like she's here. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, Um, uh, Here's a way we can prove it. Yeah. Taylor, is that really you? Yeah. Oh, you, <laughs> you can't debate that. Well, I, I mean, well, you could, but but you'd be an idiot too. I think um, so. So, Taylor, you've said you're happy to take some fan questions on thirteen ten sixty. Is that mm. true? Um, of course. Always yep. willing to talk to the fans. Great. That's that's so generous of you. Well, we do have Sophie in Canberra. Sophie, do you uh do you want to say hi to Taylor Swift? Hi, Taylor. Um, hey, it's Taylor. Hi, oh, Sophie. You might just need to turn your radio down in the background, Taylor. Uh, Taylor is a little bit uh, finicky with these things. What would you like to ask, Sophie? Um, I just wanted to know if you were still into country music. That was a really interesting question. I really do probably have to think about that. She has to think about it. I mean, there's a lot of pop going around at the moment, and yep. you might be interested in that, Taylor. Yeah. But you would say at the end of the day you are into country music still? No. Oh! Oh! Well, so you've me. given up country music? Um, of course. Wow. Okay, Sophie, do you feel like that answers your question? Yeah. Oh, there you go, Dom. <laughs> Great. Well, Another that, uh, satisfied customer. Actually, Taylor, well, just off that question, I'd be curious to know, of all the, the big hits being played outside of your own, do you have a favourite song at the moment? No. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she just concentrates on her thing, Dom. Fair call. Uh, well, Corey in Melbourne on 131060. Corey, say hi to Taylor Swift. Hey, John, Taylor. Hey, it's Taylor. It's going really well. How are you guys doing? Um, Dom, pretty good, bub. Yeah, good. Uh, what, what's your question for, for Taylor Swift, Corey? Corey has just dropped off the line there. I think, dropped off the you know, line. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, Taylor, do you have any opinions on that? I, you know, I knew when you walked in that you were going to be complete bad news. He was, yeah, wasn't he? That's true. Shame and, on me. Should have seen that one coming. <laughs> she should have. <laughs> she should have. And look, I understand maybe it overrules some people talking to Taylor Swift. It's, it's a big deal, Zach. It is a big deal, Dom, and people don't know what to do mm. when you put 
on a line <laughs> yep. with the biggest artist in the world. Sometimes people freeze up. Sometimes their phones drop out. Um, but Taylor, despite that hitch, you're happy to take one more caller with some questions? Yeah. yeah of course. Okay. <laughs> We've got Laura on thirteen ten sixty. Laura, do you want to say hi to Taylor Swift? Hi, Taylor. Hey, it's Taylor. Yeah, no, we know that, Taylor. You probably don't have to say it's Taylor after everyone, but um, you know that, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. We can move on. Uh, what's your question, Laura? Taylor, do you enjoy your music as much as any, everybody else does? Really interesting question. I don't think people usually word it that way. Well, maybe I'll word it a different way, Taylor. Um, are you excited about your new album? Um, of course. Oh, that's good. And uh, do you think that it's been received well lately? It's going really well. How are you guys doing? No, we're going well. <laughs> um, I forgot about that little extra bit at the end there. <laughs> How many That's copies okay. have you sold today? 4,522. Yeah, no. She's got it up to date done. Mm. Uh, Laura, do you think that answers your question? Anything else you want to ask Taylor? Um, no, but I would like to say that Zach and Dom's a great channel. We listen to you every night. Um... Of course. Of course. Taylor agrees. <laughs> Taylor thank agrees. you, Laura. <laughs> well, thank you, Laura. Um, I mean, I, I, is this all Taylor's got time for? Can she stick around for the whole show? No. no. She's got to go, Dom. <laughs> she's got to get and, back uh, no, She's on her way out now. She's on her way out. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, that's all that she has time for. Well, can she run back to the microphone just for a second for one last question? Okay, come is back that, in, Taylor. Come back in. Sorry, just one last What's question. What's your last question, Dom? Well, I just thought, you know, we, the, the fans haven't heard a lot from you, Taylor. This is like the first big interview you've done in a long mm. time. Do you have like a parting message for the fans about uh, maybe the, the upcoming album, any tour news, anything at all? Um, I, I, I'll, I'll rephrase that, Taylor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you have a great time in here tonight and you thought that this was the best interview you've ever done? <gasps> yes! Isn't that cool? Uh, does that answer your yeah. question, Dom? It answers. You can, you can head <laughs> okay, out now, Taylor. You go, Taylor. Back to the out airport. You go. Thanks for coming in. And yep. um, guys, an exclusive with Taylor Swift. Jeez. I, I didn't... I, I doubted you, mm. but you have just delivered a Taylor Swift interview. I think so, yeah. Um, you can't debate that. No, you can't. And who knows which star you'll bring in next. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, this show has installed a a very special alarm every mm. time Shane Warne is in the news yep. and it has gone off today. Shane Warning. Oh, there it goes again. Shane Warning. See, Shane Warning. It's the most important alarm we have here. Obviously, we have a smoke alarm as well. Yep. We have we have all the alarms you need, but the Shane Warning alarm is our most important. Uh, that was indicating us to an article in this week's Woman's Day, Dom. It's okay. on uh, their section called The Lowdown, which is basically like... Um, paparazzi shots of celebrities, mm. and then what they've been up to. So Shane Warne's article is titled, Diet Disaster. Oh, no. Shane Warning. Shane Warning. Shane Warning. Uh, Shane Warne. Someone needs to tell the former Aussie cricketer, mm. summer's coming. Fast. Warney was spotted stocking up on some less than nutritious treats in, a Mel- uh, in Melbourne last week. Right. And then there's a picture of Shane Warne in trackies. Mm. He has a bit of a beard. Yep. Uh, and there's a little speech bubble coming out of his mouth that says, Liz would have never allowed this. <laughs> He's carrying a few bags uh, from can, the supermarket. Can we see what's in the bags? Now, only just. Right, okay. But that hasn't stopped the magazine having a guess yep. or concluding, drawing their own conclusions about <laughs> yep. what's in the bag. Yeah. And they have arrows pointing to the blurry photo of his shopping. Right. And uh, they've had a bit of a guess at what is in them. <laughs> They're saying that it's uh, some barbecue shapes. Yep, he's, uh, he loves them. Some salt and vinegar chips. Yep. Some cheesels. 
Ah, some snakes alive. Is this just random speculation, or do they have half photos of this to go? Ah, uh, there are photos. I can pass the photo over. Yeah, let me see. You, I know uh, Come confection. to your own conclusion, and you see if those are accurate descriptions of what Warney has in his shopping bag. Well, you know, I know my confectionery, so you, there's definitely snakes alive in there. There's yep. no doubt about that. Um, I reckon there might be some Mentos in there. I think they've missed that. Mm. Um, but apart from that, no, there's definitely Skittles in there. Uh, definitely Maltesers. Yeah, no, it's a pretty fair analysis. They've got I a good confectionery expert. I am quite disappointed upon reading this, Dom, because mm. I think this is a clear indication of snack shaming. Yeah. And I'm sick of it happening because those particular snacks, mm. cheesels, snakes alive. Yes. Um, even, um, the shapes, mm. those are clear Australian snacks. Yeah. And to call someone out for buying those and to indicate that they shouldn't be buying them. Mm. I'm going to say it. It's un-Australian. <laughs> well, not only is it un-Australian, um, but, but also if you thought that, and this is directed at the people at Women's Day, if you thought that you could come out there and slam Shane Warne, it would go under the radar, mm-hmm. you're wrong. I'm sorry. That's why we installed the Shane Warning alarm. Shane Warning. Shane Warning. Because that is Shane like the warning. bat signal That's that it. calls us to action. The, uh, that we yep. swing in and defend the spin king. Mm. Um, the uh, I'm a celebrity get me out of here contestant. <laughs> yes. Up there with the spin king. Yes. They're equal. As titles for Shane Warne. Definitely. And uh, and obviously from the Marshall batteries ad as well, this is, this is the third thing he's Oh, Holler for. and Marshall. Holler and Marshall. Remember he yelled out, Marshall! It was a, really one of the finest moments of Australian TV. You would know that from when you watch TV or from the advertising awards. Yes, of course. Which it took all the awards for. The <laughs> top all, gong. All the gongs. Um, but look, so basically I guess this is a message to the people of Women's Day. What would you like to say to them? Well, if you go after Shane Warne again, we're going to notice we've got an alarm installed for this very reason. And and we're going to leap to his defense. Would you like to see in next mm. week's Women's Day an yep. apology for their snack shaming? A retraction. Yes. I'd like to see not an apology, Zach, a retraction. Okay. We were wrong. We've reflected. We have, and I don't want to make, say outlandish things, but we have uh, let go the journalists involved. I would like to see oh, that. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I'm just Jeez. saying. I'd like to okay, see. Okay. You would like to see. Someone held Ezra. responsible. I'd like to see someone held responsible for, for both because they've, they've done two awful things. They've snack shamed and they've shame shamed. And <laughs> I don't like either of those things on this show. <laughs> yeah. And so I just, I, I hope Women's Day takes some action. We are a uh, shame shaming free zone. Yeah, we are absolutely are. And we stand by that. We do. <laughs> we didn't put it on our coat of arms for nothing. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Beyonce explained why she finds her Instagram account so boring. I never felt the need to to follow anyone. Also, Ed Sheeran isn't sure if he's a good kisser. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when the last time I did it was. I haven't done it in a while. And Donald Trump isn't happy with who Bachelor Matty J sent home. And I will say this. He is doing the wrong thing. I don't know him, uh, but he's doing the wrong thing. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And look, if you do want to get onto the Collective Noun Forum, it is so easy to do. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a five-star rating. That's the admission price into the Collective Noun Forum. Then you can write whatever you want, Zach, and you've got a whole day of fun ahead of you. Who do we have frolicking this evening, Dom? Uh, Firstly, Zach, we have Timbo94. It's nice to hear from Timbo. Timbo just says, this has been bugging me for a while. Why is Dom Googling at 3am in the morning? Does he ever sleep? Uh, You do sleep a lot. Yes. Uh, Because whenever I call you in the afternoon. (laughs) 
<laughs> you're sleeping. Uh, yeah, and honestly, you keep waking me up from my naps, and it's, it's well, but when you're getting annoying. calls at two p.m., yeah, you shouldn't be getting woken up. Well, we we only get off the radio at one a.m. Yeah, and you know, it, it, I, two I've p.m. Used... That's eleven hours later. <laughs> no, but let me go through my night after the show, right? Okay. So I, let's say I get home at about two, right? Now, obviously, I'm going to have some sort of a late night sla- snack. Yeah, often um, cheese. Would uh, we say? We're pretty regularly cheese is involved. What yeah? did you have last night? Let's take it. Uh, just some corn chips. Reality. Last. I think it was just corn chips. Last just night. plain, no just, cheese on top. No, no. That's cheese a on surprise. Top. Yeah. Well, I was feeling a bit lazy. So yep. yeah, that's right. Too lazy to put a bit of grated cheese on corn chips. So I just had some corn chips. But often, then I've got to give my body like an hour and a half for that food to set. So what do you do? That's when you watch your Netflix and wake up the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, this is all interwoven into stories <laughs> Dom tells on the radio. That's where most of my stories come from. Is that 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 Twilight Zone? And you know, so you'll watch Netflix for a few hours. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, not often Netflix. More often I'll just catch up on stuff on YouTube. Uh, I'll go on to, you know, some AFL websites, read the latest sporting news. I might read a book, yeah. um, things like that. So that's kind of my post-show routine. You so lost I'm, me. I'm really asleep before 4am is my point. Yep. So I kind of feel like, you know, that's why the Googling happens at that time of morning. A prime time to Google. It's just after I had my late All the best snack. ones are early in the morning as well, I notice, mm. when I'm going through your phone. Yeah, well, I wouldn't think I'd be Googling any normal things at that hour. Well, I think it's because you're by yourself. Yes. You get time to think. My, my thoughts get to, to go wild. Uh, but thank you, Timbo. Next up, Zach, we have Max Swan, uh, who actually has raised a slightly controversial issue. What do you have, Max? So Max uh, left this review a little while ago on the 27th of August. Okay. Now, you might remember, I missed two shows last week due to illness, right? That's correct. Uh, we have not had the illness confirmed. We're taking you... On your word. Yes. Well, Hopefully you're being honest. That was the, I believe that was the 29th, maybe 29th and 30th of August were the shows we missed. Max's review on the 27th of August, two days before that, I was thinking, what would happen if both or even one of you were ever sick? Mm. I fear the collapse of the podcast and late night radio network would destroy society as we know it. Uh, and you know what's so amazing is neither of us had ever missed a show being sick before, Zach. Two days after Max leaves that review, it hits me. So do you think that Max put a sickness on you? I I, either, I wonder if so raising the idea is what made me sick. Do you know yep. what I mean? Well, I hadn't entertained the thought of being it's sick It's like uh, the butterfly. What's that called? The butterfly effect. Oh, I don't think it is. The butterfly effect is about time travel, isn't it? It's like if you squash a butterfly, then something is different in the future. Uh, not really. That's not the butterfly effect? No, the butterfly effect's like if a butterfly mm. flaps its wings on one side of the world, yes. that small uh, thing that happens mm. will be amplified once it gets around the other side of the world. So that might oh. lead to something else, might lead to something else, might lead to something else, might lead to something else, and then someone on the other side of the world, there's... Um, you get fired from your job. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't know exactly <laughs> the ins and outs of it, oh. but uh, Michael is that our producer is that yeah. a pretty good representation. It's also a movie with Ashton Kutcher. It's also a movie with Ash- well, Ashton see, Kutcher. I apparently, haven't, I haven't seen the movie, but is I it actually? Yeah. I didn't know it was Ashton. No, I, I, I knew it was Ashton. I haven't okay. seen the the film. Is it a good film, Michael? Jump on microphone one there. Uh, middle of the road. Middle of the road. Yeah. Okay. How many stars out of five? Two and a half. That's the <laughs> right. middle. Dead middle of the road. You weren't lying. So what I'm but, wondering yeah. is Max Swan leaving this review to mm. that start a chain of events that ended up with you actually being sick. Well, we can't dismiss that being a possibility. No. I mean, no one had ever left a review on the forum about illness before. Mm-hmm. So once someone does, two days later, I'm sick. Now, I don't want Max to feel unwelcome here. No, of course Or not. like he's being scapegoated for this illness. What I would like, Max, if you could leave another review mm. uh, that says what happens if Zach 
came across a million dollars. Yeah, right. Or Dom came across a never-ending supply of brie. Yep. You know, that'll and make we'll us both happy. we'll see if that manifests. Yeah. And then we can test if <laughs> the theory is true. Uh, next on the forum, Zach, we have, I listened to your podcast who is, uh, I mean, quite blatantly unhappy with me. Uh, I did mention on the show a week or two ago that I uh, accidentally, in a weaker moment when I was in quite a rush, took a Parents with Prams car parking spot. Well, maybe this would be appropriate if I read this one. Uh, that's is not it directed idea. at you? Uh, it is directed uh, partially at me. I've got the review in front of me, Dom, and I'll read it word for word. Mm. Hey, boys, I listened to your Tuesday night podcast and heard Dom tell us that he parked in a Parents with Prams spot. As someone who has kids and knows the huge benefit those spots are to parents, just wanted to let him know the severity of his actions. One, he's now lost favour with at least 89% of parents who listen to the show, and I will trust that mm. they've done the survey. <laughs> yep. Two, personally, I'm going to have to get a tech-savvy friend to edit your podcast and cuts Dom's voice out. I'll just end up listening to Zach. Don't see a downside to that. <laughs> Most of the podcast won't make sense, obviously, and it will be very disjointed, but it's a length I'm willing to go to so that you understand how bad what you did was. Three, I'm pretty sure there are some parent filmmakers somewhere writing a movie called I Know What You Did Last Tuesday, based on your car park behavior. Still loving the show, though. Keep up the great work. Zach. Ending with the ultimate burn there by leaving you off the keep up with the great work, Dom. Yeah, I will give you an opportunity to respond. Well, firstly, I mean, I could have used to keep up the great work tonight, so that does hurt. That's uh, <laughs> that, that that does cut deep. Uh, look, okay, I I might not have communicated this properly enough in the break. I feel quite bad about it. Yeah, and well, no, well, I do. Have you done it since? No. I have not done it since. Did, have you done it before that? No, I haven't. So that was the one and that, only time. That's my one and only time. Check my record. Check all the tapes. <laughs> I can prove it. Uh, and I'm adamant I will not do it again until I fit the brief of parent with Pram. Mm. Uh, I was in quite the rush that day. And I, th- on my defense mm. was that there being two parents with Pram spots available, mm. that the odds of me, of, of two parents with Prams needing car parks in the 10 minutes I was going to be in the store were pretty minimal. I thought that there's one there if one comes along. But I should be okay. Well, I feel like you can justify it all you want. Mm. But really what you need to do is dress up as a baby, (laughs) get in a pram to understand what it's like (laughs) for a baby to have to go across a car park. You think that's the only thing I have to do? I think that would be pretty... I think a lot of the parents, the 89%, would go, you know what? Fair enough. I think he's learned his lesson. All right. Well, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to. Well, I'm just putting. I'm just showing you how you can get the 89 percent back on well, side. Well, I would have thought a heartfelt apology would be enough. Okay, would you, you like to do that? You know, well, that's what I'm hopeful. I'm in the middle of. Yep. Well, uh, we were this close to getting dominant Nappy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would work. <laughs> Look, I am I am deeply sorry to the parents out there uh, for parking the parents with parents. Parents are one of your favourite things. Absolutely. So you don't want to fall out with them. Oh, definitely not. Because your parents. Mm. What happens if they were to fall out? What happens if they're in the eighty nine percent? If they got the the uh, all parent email that went around to all parents around the world shaming me, I would I would hate to think my own parents would turn on me as a result of this. Yep. So I do want to apologise to all parents out there. And will you vow never to park in one again? N- well, am I allowed to when I have when I am a parent with a parent? Or do you think... I think you'd have to sacrifice uh, one opportunity. Right, okay. All right. To, to make make sure that it was square. So this is my vow. I will not park in it until I am a parent with a pram. Yep. And when I am a parent with a pram one day, I will uh, forego taking one of those spots yep. on one occasion to make it even. I think that's fair. 
You think we're clear? Yeah. Hopefully our listener to your podcast now can let their tech savvy friend go back to their other job and doesn't have to keep <laughs> editing me out of the podcast. Yeah. Um, I wonder what it would sound like with just you, this podcast. Probably just a lot of insults. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he so mad at? And just a lot of, yeah. <laughs> okay. What happened then? But you know what? I mean, you know what we should do? What? This has just occurred to me. You know how you can get like stereo sound? Like one comes out of the left side, one comes out of the right side. Mm-hmm. We should like put the track. So all of my voice comes out of the left side. Yeah. All of your voice comes Why out of the right side. Why would we do side. that? Because then people might be sitting in a car listening to the show and they feel like I'm on one side of them, you're on the other, and they're in the middle of a conversation. Okay. Is that pleasant to be on the middle of a conversation? <laughs> Have you ever know. been on a three-seater couch yeah. and the two people were having a conversation <laughs> either end of you? Uh, look, you raise a fair point. But my question is, if we want our podcast to, to continue to climb the, the podcast chart, Zach. Yeah, what do you to... mean continue to climb? <laughs> we haven't gone up in a very long time. <laughs> okay. Maybe start to climb the podcast charts. Make it into we, the make... podcast charts. <laughs> make a brief appearance. <laughs> make a cameo in the podcast charts. We need to start doing some innovative things and we need to start putting ourselves out there a bit. Have you heard of a podcast putting all of one host's voice on the left track and all the others on the right track before? Well, I think the first ever tennis podcast would do that. <laughs> <laughs> you just get a bit of back and forth going there. That's not a bad idea. Um, yeah. So what, you're shutting down my stereo idea for the show? I think it would get a little annoying. <laughs> Look, it might get frustrating a while uh, after a while to listen to, but you know what? I would hope that there'd be a little bit of credit from you I like set your, my way. Yeah, I like your innovative thinking. Yeah. Um, Steve, I think we'll pass on that one. I don't reckon Steve Jobs thought of the iPhone first time I sat down no, and have ideas. that wasn't the first one. No. They said... Um, <laughs> You know what? We'll come back tomorrow. Yeah, that's it. And See it, what you have then. It was day two that the iPhone was pitched. That's why it's iPhone, by the way. What do you mean? We started with A phone. Oh, right. Okay. And then B phone was turned down, yeah. C phone, <laughs> and iPhone was the best one. Yeah. Well, that's really smart. Hmm. Uh, and look, that is all we've got time for on the Collective Now and Forum today. If you do want to get involved, we'd love to have you on board. Uh, all you have to do is search for Collective Now on iTunes, leave a five-star rating as your ticket price onto the forum, write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show. Right. Across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, I feel like the animal kingdom has turned on me as a collective today. Yep. Um, would you describe me? Do you think I'm in a bit of an animal lover? Do you see me as being at one with the animals? Oh, certainly not. No? Oh, Dom, are you kidding me? What do you mean? Like, there would be very few things that you eat that aren't animals. <laughs> and they know that. And uh, they probably got oh. wind of that. Well. And... <laughs> Now they're mounting their revenge. <laughs> what? So you think that they've seen my diet, they've seen how many animals I'm consuming, yep. and as a result of that, they're, they're plotting against me. Why would you be an animal lover? What what a part of your behavior would indicate that you liked animals? <laughs> well, you know, I think they're pretty cute at times, and I like walking through bushland with animals around. Oh, no, you don't. Actually, I don't like what the animals are around. That's the scary bit. Um, <laughs> fair call. Well, here's what happened to, today, and I want you to tell me whether or not you think this is a this is a message on behalf of the whole animal kingdom in, uh, directed at me. Yeah, hit me. So I was sitting in a park, and there was a guy walking his dog, but you know, sometimes in parks, people will walk their dogs without a leash. So the dog's running along, mm-hmm. and he's kind of wandering behind the dog. It's a little fluffy, kind of uh, really cute dog. And I see as I'm sitting there in this park, the dog bound over towards me. And I'm thinking... So what type of dog? Do you know the breed? Uh, probably, a, I'd say probably a Shih Tzu, something like that. Just okay, a so small, little, small. Small, fluffy white dog. So like ankle size? Yep, yep. Comes up to your ankle. Yep. yep, really cute dog. So I don't think you could describe it as bounding, but <laughs> that's would, just getting down okay. to the nitty gritty. What, what, what would you use? Um, floated. <laughs> All right. Well, this dog floated over to me then, if yep. that makes you feel better. Um, 
And I'm sitting there. So it's run over to where I'm sitting, the park bench. And I'm thinking, this is me and animals, right? We're at one. We're together here. It just wants to come over and get some love. It's going to roll on its back for some scratches on the tummy. Maybe it might, you know, sniff my jeans. Either way, I'm about to get love from this little dog, Mm -hmm. right? Instead, the dog comes right up next to my shoe and proceeds to wipe its butt. (laughs) Now, I don't know. Clearly, the dog had just pooed and had not cleaned its bottom after that. It's literally wiped its butt on your shoe. Yeah, right. Well, a little got on the shoe, yes. And it it did a good, probably solid uh, minute of going back and forth, wiping its butt, poo getting all over the concrete floor where I was sitting, and some on my shoe, right? So this is a targeted attack. Yeah, I think it's like probably a part in the animal kingdom Mm. acts like this at a show dominance. What do you mean? And so it's making it known to you yeah. that this small fluffy dog is more dominant than you. And if it wanted to, it could take you down. So you're saying on the food chain, I, I am below small fluffy dogs. I'm mm-hmm. below two hours, basically, is yep. where I sit. Right. Uh, well, according to this act, that's how, as an animal yeah. behaviour scientist, which I'm currently studying for, yeah. I would say that that's what that meant. Well, see, my hope was that maybe this is a sign of familiarity and love in the animal kingdom. Right. Do you ever wipe your butt on people that you like? <laughs> I've said in the animal kingdom, I thought maybe this is something dogs do to show love. Maybe this is a dog saying, I respect you. I really think you're a great human. I love you and I respect you. And this is my way of showing it to you. I think it's pretty safe to say that's not the case. (laughs) And what did the owner do? Uh, oh, the owner ran up and said, that's so strange. He's never done that before. Right. So, <laughs> so it was the first ever time this has happened. Yep. And, and I honestly was wondering whether I could take it as a compliment, but you're saying you think instead it's a targeted attack from the animal kingdom yes. showing their general disrespect and hatred towards me. Uh, well, that particular dog, especially. And what did you do with the shoes? Uh, I've, I have had to clean the shoes this afternoon. Yep. And, uh, so you're maintaining, you didn't throw them out? I didn't throw them out. I'm, okay. I'm well, that's the interesting shoes. to note that a dog <laughs> wiping its butt on your shoe <laughs> isn't enough to make you dispose of <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> Stick by it. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It's like when you come around to naming a baby, naming your child, I think you've got a few avenues open to you. The first one, the conventional one, is a baby naming book of some sort. Yep. Look through, you know. I think a lot of people these days, that would be replaced with websites. Probably a website or an app. There must be baby naming apps out there. Yep. Uh, the second one, maybe you use a, a family name, you know, like you give them the name of a great grandparent, something like that. John, George. Yeah, something like that. Uh, The third option, though, and this is where the great names come from, is when you name a baby after something you love, whether it's a celebrity, a character from a TV show, maybe in some instances I've heard of people who have been called Jim after Jim Beam, things like that. (laughs) You name your child after something you love. And this is what a woman in China has done, uh, as she has today named her baby girl King of Glory after a popular Chinese video game called... King of Glory. Okay. Which is, look, I mean, first first issue I have with this one, first thing to, to discuss is I don't know if you should name the baby the name of the game. Really? Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm thinking maybe a character from the game, hmm. but I don't know if you'd name someone Mario Kart or Halo or something. I went to school with a Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Oh. Really good friend. They were very good at spinning on the spot. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, they must have been great at agility, things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty handy. Um, well, so apparently the police uh, couldn't do anything. Despite thinking it was a silly name, they said, we can't say no to you. The even police? If, yeah, the police were the involved. The police are the people who choose well, who, what you can name guess, your kids. So I thought it would be like the government. Well, that's how it works in China. The name police. Maybe they just went to the police and asked. But the police <laughs> said, we can't say no to you even if you want to name your kid after a mobile phone game. Okay. And I, look, I hope we see a few kids named after mobile phone Candy games. Candy Crush. Continuing. Yep, Candy Crush. 
Farmville. <laughs> Little farmy. <laughs> Me and my kid Farmville. And this is Bejeweled, his older sister, <laughs> That when that one was popular. Um, I, I look, I think this is a great idea, but I do think if you met this kid, if you met King of Glory, mm. uh, I think most people in China would instantly go, is that related to the video game, mm. King of Glory? And this is where I've come up with an idea. 131060, if you are named after someone or something, Give us a call. I wonder, Zach, if we hear people's names who were named after something, we'd be able to guess what the origin of that name was. I think some of them would be easy. Yeah. If someone calls through on 131060 and their name is Elvis, I think that's pretty obvious that it's after Little Elvis, the cartoon (laughs) from the early 2000s. Yeah, well, that would... So we'd get that one easily, but I think some of the others might be a bit more difficult. Yeah, well, I think very often people do get named after, after famous people, famous characters. So we'll put it to the test. 131060... Were you named after someone or something? Give us a call. It doesn't have to be famous either. No, no, it doesn't have to be famous. Test us. We will see if from your name we can figure out what the inspiration was. Let's put it to the test, Dom. I think our first call is Danny from Brisbane. Yeah. Danny. (laughs) Is Danny the name that you're named after? Is that what we're judging on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, can I ask Danny, what what year were you named Danny? Um, I was born 1997. 97. Okay. Well, the... Uh, the movie Matilda was yes. out in the 90s, Dom, starring Danny DeVito. <laughs> Do you think Danny's parents were a big fan of that? I was thinking Danny Minogue in yeah, 97. Well. 97 would have been the height of Well, of those would Minogue's. be the two most famous Dannys. You'd think we so. We have Danny Minogue, yep. um, Kylie's sister, yes. also a very famous lady in her own right, <laughs> yep. and Danny DeVito, obviously the famous actor. We really went different ends of the spectrum there with Danny DeVito and Danny Minogue. Do you want to lock in Danny Minogue? <laughs> Uh, I think that one's got more of a shot. Is it Danny Minogue, Danny? It is Danny Minogue. Oh, come on. <laughs> yes. Uh, on, a, on the off chance, though, do your parents like Danny DeVito as well? Um, I don't think so. No, okay. okay. Well, you did well there, Dom. Yeah. Sorry for m- misleading you. <laughs> uh, Brandon in New South Wales. Brandon, is, is Brandon the name where we're going off? Uh, yeah, mate. My first name's Brandon. Okay. And when were you named Brandon? How long ago? Uh, 1992. Who was the guy who played Tarzan in George of the That's Jungle? Brendan Fraser. Mm. And but I reckon that was my lead. <laughs> well, I'm thinking Brandon's one of the Jenners, I think. But that would be too recent. The Brandon, Jenners? Yeah, one of the Jenner sons, Brandon Jenner. Okay. Didn't um, know that. Brandon Flowers, I think, is the lead singer of The Killers. Mm-hmm. I'm just going through the Brandons, I know. I think that's but these, these Brandons all feel too young, don't they? They feel too young. We need an older Brandon. We need an older Brandon. Have you ever heard of an older Brandon? I actually have none coming to mind. Uh, the only other thing I'm thinking of yeah. is like um, all Brand. And then they loved it so much that they tried to turn Bran into a name. Okay, well, you know, it's the only lead we've got. So, Brandon, were you named after the uh, slightly dull cereal All Bran? <laughs> no, boys, sorry. I'm actually named after Brandon Lee. Brandon? Who's Brandon Lee? Jet Lee. Oh, Bruce Lee's son. Oh, right. Bruce Lee is what we're Jet hearing, Dom, from our producer, oh, Michael. See, yes. uh, I thought Brandon's parents were just a big fan of high fibre. <laughs> Apparently you not. Know what? Uh, I, I would hope there is someone out there called All Brand. All Have you had uh, All Brand before? I've had All I used to love All Brand as Did a kid. you? doesn't yeah. surprise me, actually. Yeah, it was right up my alley. It was a treat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lastly, we've got G- Ginevra. Is it in Brisbane? How do I pronounce that? It's Ginevra. Ginevra. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, Ginevra. I've never heard of another person called Ginevra, but that is the, what you were named after. Well, Dom, you know what? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, what do you think he's at? I think if we can just narrow it down yes. to industry. So is it a TV show? Mm. Is it a movie? Is it a game? Is it a relative? Yeah. If we can just get the category, I'm going to count it as a win. Okay. Well, I was thinking that the first thing that came to mind was um, maybe the Geneva Convention. And they slightly changed it to Ginevra. Uh, I'm um, going to say no on that one. <laughs> You're probably right. Okay, Ginevra, can you let us know what year you were named Ginevra? 1990. 1990. Mm. See, there wasn't that many video games around then. What was going on in the year 1990, do you reckon? Who was big? You two were pretty big in 1990. I think Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice was pretty big in 1990. This is what we call clutching at straws. <laughs> I think we say movie. Okay. It's from a movie, and I think that's as specific as we can go. All right, Ginevra, were you named after something from a movie? Um, I'm not sure if it is a movie, but it is something in history. Oh, what, what? We're going to need the answer, I think. <laughs> I was named after King Arthur's mistress. Okay. Oh, I mean... We could have gone another 15 minutes. <laughs> I could have had access to the internet, <laughs> Wikipedia. I could have talked to a historian and I still wouldn't have got that. No, I, I mean, I, I did a little bit of history at school. I have not heard of Ginevra. Yep. Um, was Ginevra a big historical figure? Have you heard much of Ginevra, your, your namesake? Um, no, but I have managed to find a book with my name on it. There you okay. go. There we go. And Ginevra, I feel like that you might have a tough time at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so we all feel for you there. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, I'm in a bit of a dispute um, with a few people in my friendship group at the moment, particularly my friend Nell, who you know of. I have met Nell a couple yep. of times, Dom. You, you uh, how often do you say that you'd be in a dispute? Because you bring mm. disputes quite often with your friends to the show. Yeah. I'm just wondering, is it the type of relationship <laughs> that's quite rocky? No, no. Generally, things are pretty good. Generally, things Maybe are Maybe it's just that when I hear about it, yes. it's because there's a dispute on. Well, it wouldn't be very interesting if I said, hey, Zach, just an update. All good with the friends. I don't this hear week. about the good times. <laughs> you don't hear about the good times. It's unfortunate, but mm. maybe I'll, I'll bring you in on the loop on the good memories. I'll just say statistically, yes, there must be some good times. <laughs> there are some good times. Unfortunately, this isn't one of them because I've been nicknamed uh, by one of my friends uh, after one of the characters from the TV show Friends. They've decided that apparently I fit the bill, yep. just like one of the characters from the show, and have given me the appropriate nickname. Can I have a guess? Yes, Gunter. <laughs> That's unfair. The, that is hard. The blonde head or bleach blonde head, a <laughs> slightly weird cafe owner who's barely in the show. Yeah, like a supporting character. You say I'm not even important. I'm not even good enough to be one of the main cast. Uh, no, that is just. I think you and Gunter have a lot in common. W like what? Well, have you seen how he goes after Jennifer Aniston in the show? <laughs> okay, he's a little creepy around women, and I, I, I have been criticised in the past for how I, I tell women I'm interested in them. Right. right. Fair call. A little but bit no. awkward. I'd say awkward, not creepy. Awkward's probably a better word. Uh, here's the friend, though. I've been called Ross. Yep. They're calling me Ross. And I'm not happy about this. I've disagreed pretty strongly mm -hmm. with Ross. Well, Ross is quite intelligent. Uh, <laughs> so that's the first thing that we can... <laughs> Say it's different. Well, no, I was going to disagree with Ross's bad qualities. And, and <laughs> what was that? Uh, oh, like he's a little bit geeky. He's yep. not very cool. He's, you know, he's certainly not the one the women are desiring. He's a bit of a sad sap. He's a little bit, isn't he? Yeah. He um, comes in and he's a bit of a downer a lot of the time. Now, you know, it's my dream to be Chandler. Yeah. You um, used to ask for the Chandler haircut. I used to take a picture of Matthew Perry into hairdressers and say, give me the Chandler. And you might think, oh, did Dom do that at the height of Friends Mania? <laughs> 
in the 90s when it was big. <laughs> no, we're talking a year or two ago. Yeah, pretty recently. Um, that was my dream, to be the Chandler, right? Uh, but but now we're in this dispute. They think I'm Ross. I think I'm Chandler. It seems the more I argue about being Chandler, the more certain they are I'm Ross. The other that night, is such a Ross thing yes, to do. Yes, I got that such a Ross thing to say the other night. They said, what did you say? They said only Ross wouldn't want to be Ross. Right. I thought you said we were on a break. <laughs> My point is, I was interested. You know me pretty well as well. Uh, what are your thoughts? If you had to give me one of the six Friends characters. So no Gunter. No Gunter. I'm ruling Gunter out and I'm ruling out any other supporting Okay, well, cast I can character. rule everyone out straight away. Yeah. So we'll rule out the girls because you're not a girl, you're a guy. Sure. Um, I'll rule out Joey because he's a ladies man. Yeah. So, oh, well, I'm, I'm very uh, stoked to hear that the final two involves Chandler. Okay. And we'll rule out Chandler. Oh, come on! <laughs> Because he's uh, generally well liked. <laughs> so, by process of elimination, who we're left with yeah. is uh, Dr. Ross Geller. Yep. Um, Ross isn't that bad. To be fair, when I was a kid, I had a massive crush on Jennifer Aniston. And if this kind of means I get to date Jennifer Aniston, yep. then I'm cool with that. Is that what it means? Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Technically speaking. <laughs> that is all we have time for on the show tonight. Uh, if you do want to hear the full show back, search for Collecting Down on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. We'll see you Monday night at 11. Bye. <laughs> From Collective Noun, grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.